listening to the Fantasy Alarm DFS NBA podcast with host John Pimba and James Grandey. What's going on, FA Nation? John Pemba here with James Grande. It's the Fantasy Alarm NBA DFS podcast. Recording here on Monday for Tuesday's six-game main slate. James, uh, not a bad six-gamer here. We have Brooklyn-Charlotte, probably one of the uh, top matchups of the day. Pelicans-Memphis and the Clippers-Golden State, maybe the three most fantasy-relevant matchups, potentially. We have Milwaukee-OKC on the slate, Phoenix-Orlando and Cleveland-Indiana as well. Has Cleveland and Indiana been playing each other a lot lately, or have they just been on the slate a lot lately? They're in the same division, so I don't know. It does kind of feel like they've matched up with one another a lot lately. Um, not seeing it, though. So, I'm not uh, seeing it. 211. 2-11 was the last time they played, so not as frequently as I, as it may appear. We had, we've definitely had some teams that played each other like a billion times uh, <laughs> in a row at, at one point, but uh, like Houston, the Clippers, just oh, played yeah. three times in like five days. So yeah, so that's just that's the six games. Do we have any totals available? Yeah, much like last night, all big totals. Cleveland, Indiana. We have four uh, available to us. Cleveland, Indiana being the lowest, two twenty-two total. Cleveland giving five points on the road in Indiana. We have two thirty-one in Milwaukee, OKC. Milwaukee fourteen and a half point favorites. New Orleans, Memphis two thirty-one and a half. Memphis five and a half point favorites at home. And then the creme de la creme of totals, Brooklyn, Charlotte, 240 and a half. Brooklyn, two-point favorites on the Brooklyn currently under 500, John, for the year. So interesting four totals, still awaiting, what, Phoenix, Orlando, and we're awaiting Clippers, Golden State. I think they said, Steve Kerr said everyone for Golden State should be back. That sat tonight. And we're already getting word about Phoenix, Devin Booker out, Cam Johnson out. So they're going to be shorthanded as well. For sure. Let's go ahead. We'll start off at the point guard position. You mentioned uh, Steph Curry did not play tonight against the Denver, but he will be playing uh, home against the Clippers here at $11,000. John Morant at 10-7 against the Pelicans. Shai Gilgis Alexander, 10-6 against Milwaukee. Kyrie Irving at $10,000 going up against Charlotte is your 10K and above group. So I'm not going to play Curry at 11K. Just honestly, no interest there. Ja, 10 7 uh, is probably tough to get to as well. He went for 53 against New Orleans in their one meeting. I don't think we need to go there. I think if you believe that OKC keeps games close, they lost by 13, covered the spread against Utah. It's 14 and a half against Milwaukee here at home. If you believe that they can keep this game close, then you could play Shea because he's been. The, of these four guys, he's as much upside as any of them right now. So I would consider SGA. And I really don't have much interest in Kyrie at 10K. I, I don't necessarily love this top tier of point guard. Okay. Yeah, right. You look at Milwaukee, you see Giannis, and like I just think Giannis will have whatever he wants against yeah. the Thunder here. Like SGA is playing in blowouts because they don't right. really have a lot of other guys. And He's just kind of their primary scorer, so maybe in tournaments as a, as a pivot. Jar at 10-7, I think a lot of people will kind of look at just because of recent performance. For sure, Houston game was kind of a letdown for just the entire Memphis team in general, but you know he was popping off there for a little bit, uh, and he's averaging 53 fantasy points in, you know, in that one game against the Pelicans uh, earlier this year. 
And then Kyrie, again, I think people will look at Kyrie because of the game total. total. I know yeah. you and I are going to be looking more at Kevin Durant uh, on this slate, but the game total is going to dictate, I think, some early ownership there as well. The group below, though, you have CJ McCollum at $9,100 going up against two games against Memphis this year. He's averaging 47 fantasy points. Um, our guy Darius Garland keeps on just balling out. Uh, another double-double the other night against Toronto. No Jared Allen in this game. I'm not necessarily like a an offensive monster. He kind of just gets lobs from Garland, but take him off the floor. Maybe it, it kind of increases a little bit of value for him at 9K. But then you have to deal with Halliburton and his recent play next to Brogdon. You and I have talked about some games it looks like he's lost. Other games he comes back and gives you what he did against Washington there with a double near triple-double performance at 88 $100. Then LaMelo is in that grouping against Brooklyn. $8,700 bounce back after his dismal performance against Cleveland. Uh, 46 fantasy points against San Antonio. So I'm in on Garland without Allen, but also Levert already rolled out as well. So I think that bodes well for Garland. Halliburton is whatever at 88. I don't love it. And we need 44 fantasy points. I don't. That's about what he's getting on a regular basis. So what is the upside there? I love LaMelo in a 240 total, and he tends to be very popular in these spots. So I think $8,700 LaMelo ball is going to be very popular. I think that's where a lot of lineups will start, and I think it's warranted because he has 60 fantasy point upside, and he's sub 9K. So I like LaMelo the most of this tier, but I still cannot believe Malcolm Brogdon is under 8K. Yeah, Malcolm Brogdon under 8K, $7,800 again. Uh 27 points actual against Washington. He had 26 against Detroit, 31 against Orlando. So a really strong run for him. Uh, tough matchup though, right? Like we, Cleveland's kind of been a tough matchup for guards. So, yeah. But he's, again, he's kind of filling out the stat sheet. So a good spot for him there. But after that, James, I don't know, like campaign at 53 for sure against Orlando. Is there anybody else though that, that you have interest in here? No. Right, like, I don't really have a ton of interest in Cole Anthony, Jordan Poole will come off the bench again, so maybe if you want to, I don't know, take that into consideration, but it, it's campaign, and then that's kind of it for me. Wait, why did, was it Jalen Suggs related that RJ Hampton played 33 minutes? Yeah, he started, yeah. Okay, how about that? If Suggs, who's listed questionable, sits, RJ Hampton, I know he didn't do a lot, but 33 minutes in a 30-point loss, which is, I think, possible against Phoenix, even though they're missing a bunch of guys. I think there's some upside at 3,800. So Hampton is – Hampton piques my interest, and maybe mix in a little Aaron Holiday as well could pique my interest as well. Sure. But other than that, I don't – is there anyone for you? Do you see anyone? Um, not entirely. Who's been playing, John? Someone I've noticed has been finishing games, the Anthony Melton. Has been playing a bunch. So if you want to throw a dart at Melton, 23 plus minutes in four of his last five games. Okay. Something worth noting. What are your thoughts? And in, in, again, just throwing darts out there. Dragic did play 22 minutes the other night. That's Kyrie, right? And that was with Kyrie, with Durant. Don't hate it. Don't love it. As a last piece, 39. But if I would like it better if I didn't if Jalen Suggs played, because I'd rather just go to Hampton at 38 if he's going to play 30-plus minutes without Jalen Suggs. Okay. That's fine. Shooting guard position. Guys have talked about Irving, McCollum, Halliburton. Brandon Ingram is at 85. Terry Rozier is at 82. I think Rozier 
probably going to draw a lot more eyes given his mm-hmm. recent play in the game total. Yeah, but that would be silly because Brandon Ingram has been freaking going crazy. And we've talked about it a lot. Like, Brandon Ingram just need to make the shots. The peripheral stats have been there. Look at, just look across the board. He's had five plus rebounds and he's had six plus assists in six straight games, but shots weren't falling. Well, shots are falling, John. 33, 29, 38 actual points for Brandon Ingram. And now we've gotten 47, 48, 58 fantasy points. This team is scary. This team is very good offensively with the addition of CJ McCollum, and I think that's helped Brandon Ingram tremendously. So I, as much as I agree with the Rozier thing, and and I want to play Rozier because you've you've been like always about Terry Rozier when he's rolling. When he's rolling, we play him. Yeah, I, I think you could play them both, but I think Ingram is definitely the lower owned of the two, and not a bad idea to get some exposure there. In the mid-tier, Buddy Heald at $7,300, you know, playing well with everybody, right? 40 and 39 fantasy points the last two games, so maybe you can kind of throw him out there. Again, then we kind of hit the same grouping. I don't know. Bain has been up and down. Mikel Bridges, even with guys being out, kind of been up and down at times. I mean, maybe no Cam Johnson's a good thing. Yeah. 39 fantasy points against the Knicks, 25 against Milwaukee, but he was giving us better numbers when Booker was there. So Terrence Mann's always okay. Not, nothing, like, exciting. Three... 6K is maybe a little bit yeah. too much. And then you have the human GVP and Kelly Oubre. <laughs> that he is, huh? That he is, the human GVP. Uh, so I like Bain in current form. He's been much better the last three games specifically. Multiple threes, three or more, in fact, in three straight games. 17, 24, 28 actual points in those three games. And New Orleans is not the best defensive team I Bridges is fine. I think you and I both agree. I'm in full agreement. I do not really want to play Terrence Mann at 6K. Human GPP at 5.9 is exactly what it is. I, I don't know how to elaborate on that, right? It's, <laughs> he is he is what he is, right? He just yeah. does that. Like, he can win you a tournament and hit 10 threes, but he can literally score you four points and ruin your night. So, uh, Our guy Chetty, 32 minutes in back-to-back games, 4,500. Yeah, and it's going to happen again. They could, like, Cleveland isn't going to, isn't forcing, I don't think, like, a big lineup. Like, I don't think Kevin Love is going to start. I, I believe they like Kevin Love just coming right off the bench. We saw Setty start, or Chetty start the second half. The expectation would be he starts here, especially with Karis LeVert ruled out again. So, I love Chetty 45. And what a shame Isaac Okoro is, huh? You just can't get it going because they have a lot of guys out. You saw what he did the other night, though, didn't you? Yeah, he scores 20-something actual points, and and then two the next game. It's like, poor guy. Poor freaking guy. Yep. All right, small forward. Shamit, Shamit at shooting guard. I guess he's small forward eligible as well. He played a whole bunch of minutes and made some shots and kind of did. Feels like a ceiling game, but maybe. They're missing a lot of guys. That's fair. Durant did 11-1. Is he your number one guy on the slate or no? He is my number one play on the slate. Yes. Okay. Uh, Giannis is 12K. but That game, look, as much as we love the Thunder and believe that it probably could stay close, I'm going to take Durant with a losing record. Doesn't that feel like a 40 fantasy point (laughs) in 25-minute game for Giannis? Even if it's 50, right? Like, even if Giannis goes for 50 in 25 minutes, dominates 25 minutes, the Brooklyn Nets are under 500, and have lost to two straight playoff teams. This is their third straight playoff team they're going to play against. Durant, the Durant, 
they showed the video of uh, Tatum. He scores, and then Durant just is shaking his head after they lose. He's going to go nuclear here. I am, like, in full... He played 39 minutes. He's going to play 40 minutes, and he might score 50. I don't know. He might yeah. score 50, actually. Yeah, it's possible. Guys we've talked about already, but the guys who we haven't, Bridges, Middleton, any interest? Bridges for tournaments, I think it's fine. And Middleton, like... I'm happy for him. They scored 44. He's obviously a good player. Like, <laughs> but I don't know. Yep. It, it's no. The Warriors guys, Clay Thompson, Andrew Wiggins. Eh, at their price. Okay. That's how I feel. Marcus Morris at 61. He's, ah, uh, God, he's been so bad. He's kind of uh, like losing minutes to like Amir Coffee now. And there's. They've both been getting blown out too. They're but... getting, there's all these blowouts. Yeah. I don't. Probably a no then. Um, it's probably a no for me, dog. Uh, Franz Markinen is 57. Brissett at 57. Poku at 56. Yeah, I think Markinen, it's Markinen and Poku in that tier. I know Brissett's kind of been good, but they just have a lot of, they have so many guys in their yeah. front court. I like Markinen and Poku the best of that grouping. And uh, actually, the next guy on the list, Bruce Brown, I think. I was going to say, even with Durant and Irving, rather, 30 minutes out of Bruce Brown. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I Nash is finally playing. The best players. Mm-hmm. Good for him. Good for him for figuring it out finally. Yeah, I think Bruce Brown is fine. Ultimately, probably going to play Chetty. Right? Like, yeah, or- I was going to say Chuma's there. Jay Crowder at 51. He's been playing yeah. really well. Yes, yeah, he, he sure has. 37 and two of the last three for fantasy points there. So probably can go in that direction. Do you think yeah. the Amir Coffee minutes are due to blowouts? Yeah. I do. I don't understand why he just kind of got taken out of the rotation, but, you know, different yeah. day, different topic. Different topic for a different day. Aaron Wiggins played 35 minutes the other day. Thoughts? He turned to the lineup, started. Yeah, played 35. 3,300? I don't know. Again, I know we're talking blowout on the other side, but. If you're going to just, if you play him, just know he has the lowest floor of any human being ever possible. So. That's fair. <laughs> All right. Power forward. Giannis is there at 12K again. This could be an easy game where he plays 25 minutes, gets you 45 fantasy points, and doesn't pay it off. So keep that in mind. Wendell Carter off the injury report. So Chuma goes back to the bench here. Again, big Wendell Carter guy for me personally. 45, 38, 42 the last three games. I don't have an issue going in that direction. Uh, Evan Mobley. Listen, we talk about it a lot. The Pacers front court foul happy at times. Jalen Smith has sort of figured it out, but we've seen Brissett get in foul trouble. We've seen Goga get in foul trouble. Isaiah Jackson all get in foul trouble. So we like marketing Mobley at 7K coming off a 50 fantasy point game. I I, I definitely think that he could be one of the more popular chalk players. My literal question was going to be, is Mobley a core play or, and is he going to be super chalk? That was my literal question teed up to you. I feel that way. I yeah, do. I did too. He should be. Look what happened. Allen doesn't return the second half, and he goes for 20, 17, 4, and 3. Mm-hmm. He's a freak. This dude is a freak. Um, he's only 7K, too. It's a great spot. It's a great spot. Um, I definitely think Love isn't played. He played 30 minutes in that game yeah. against Toronto. So yep. $5,800 for Love is a really good buy there as well. Jalen Smith at 56 can definitely go and run in that direction. He's been really good for them. Anybody else for you? I guess I you could you could play Isaiah Jackson. Why did he play eight minutes for foul reasons? So <laughs> four four fouls in eight minutes. That's yeah. what I'm saying, right? Tell me how Mobley isn't taking a billion free throws. So, but like when he when he stays on the floor, he's been productive. Yeah, that's probably it though for me. I don't know, Brandon Clark maybe off the bench. Well, the the Clark thing is if you 
feel like if you feel like Jaron Jackson can't stay out of foul trouble, sure, then you play Brandon Clark. Okay. Mo Wagner, did you see what he did in, in that blowout run there? 27 minutes. 38 points, 17 and 11. I'm so happy for him. The Wagner right. bros getting to live out their dreams together. Center position here. Center position is kind of bleak. Uh, top guys are, are either already accounted for Giannis on the Carter. J-Val is at $7,500, but he's drawing the Steven Adams spot. Not really a matchup that I want to deal with too much. I can't pick the right day for Zubax. I personally can't pick the right day for Aiton. Everybody's probably going to go Aiton here at 6,600. <laughs> yeah, he... But if I play... Well, what do you up, think? That's... Please let us all know what you're going to do with Aiton before we fill out our lineups, okay? Sure. Steven Adams actually <laughs> in two games, 41 fantasy points is averaging. Oh, no, Steven Adams is a nut. This guy is a fantasy point wizard right, right now. Yeah. Look at his last game, John. I saw. 23, 12, 5, 3, and 1. Oh my God, this guy, he's crazy. Love um, that center eligibility. So a lot of people probably go there. Yeah, probably a lot of people will go. I think uh, Mobley does too. Yeah. So there will be a lot of. Center could be a very strong position considering the multi-position eligibility. Yep. Um, by the way, underrated, Roko ruled out. Yes, I saw that. So maybe Zubak or Morris or Hartenstein all better? Yeah. Maybe? Yeah. Maybe. I think all Yeah, I think all of them. I don't really want to play Plumlee, but they're going to need him against Drummond. So he's been playing a lot of minutes. I feel the same way about Looney. Uh, again, I don't want to play Looney, but he's going to be out there against the Clippers. So... We can go there if you want to, but that's probably it. It's probably it for me. Any um, other centers for you? If Roby doesn't play because he's listed questionable, I think this dude, Oliver Saar, Yeah, he played 20 be, minutes the other day. Like, he's going to play minutes because it's going to be a blowout or it could mm-hmm. potentially be a blowout. And he got 26 minutes on the 20th of February in a blowout. If there's no Roby, I would consider Star or Star. I would consider Star. I almost did it again. Sar. Sorry, I have to say it. Sar. I would consider Sar. Yeah. Okay. I hear Got you. it out. Figured it out. Yeah, I, I can get there with you as well. So that wraps it up. Then that's our look at the six game Tuesday slate. Uh, I'll be on the playbook, so we'll have that out for you, along with the podcast that you're listening to now. If you need to get in touch with us, you know where to find us on Twitter and Discord. But for now, we'll catch you guys later.